so I'm back for another edition of your mother. This episode, we're going to talk about T.I.'s transition comedy. Uh, this shit is painful, bro. I've been rocking with T.I. since I'm serious, right? And who knew that he would become, or at least attempt, to be a comedian, right? I guess in your latterly, latter years as a rapper, you got to find something else to do, especially if you was a rapper talking about trapping or pimping or doing whatever illicit illegal activity right the nigga got kids now I think a couple of them rap they're kind of corny as fuck though Uh, on a sidebar note what is up with rappers that are dope as fuck having kids that rap that's trash as shit like I don't it it can't be the disconnect because I'm older Right, because good music is good music. Just because your kid is 17 or 18 and 19 don't mean they gotta make garbage music. But unfortunately, a lot of these motherfuckers uh, have what I call is the Michael Jordan children's syndrome. Now, while Michael Jordan is the best basketball player of all time, or greatest, shall I say, his two sons that played basketball were garbage, right? For some reason, the talent just did not transition to the offspring. I don't know what the fuck that's about. Especially if they saw you on TV, in person, in the gym. Like, you played basketball with them. Like, how did they turn out not as good as you? But Magic Johnson did try to become a coach. And as good as Magic Johnson was at playing the game... Not so good at teaching others to play the game. So maybe that's the case. Maybe Michael Jordan, T.I., Bone Thugs and Harmony. Maybe they just can't. I guess you can't teach talent. You either got it or you don't. For a minute, I used to think that at least your offspring should be able to imitate shit you do, right? But they're just, I guess they're just like everybody else. We can watch you. But physically or mentally doing something that you like you achieve, maybe that's a case by case, person by person situation. I mean, look at Bill Cosby. He's one of the greatest comedians of all time. God rest the dead. But his son wasn't able to tell jokes to keep him from getting robbed and shot. So you know, whatever. Richard Pryor's son, he can't tell jokes. He looks just like that nigga. But for whatever reason, he watched his dad, sounds like his dad, even imitates his dad. The jokes just don't hit. I don't know what the fuck that's about. So, and I did say as a sidebar, so I'm not gonna dwell on that. But yeah, T.I. has decided to do comedy and I haven't actually seen, witnessed it, right? I mean, I did see the video footage of him getting booed at the Barclays Center, right? That's another thing. Just because you got connections and money doesn't mean you can leapfrog the fucking process. The process is the process. Even if you start at 41, you still got to go through it, right? Comedy, just like any other art, you got to make your bones, right? When you first start out, you ain't gonna be the best nigga, but you gotta keep at it. But I just think he needs to stop while he's ahead. Cause he takes himself too serious. 
And as a comedian, as a person that cracks jokes on people from time to time, you got to be prepared for people cracking jokes on you. Like, who the fuck are you? All the greats have had people crack jokes on them. And they took it in stride, perfected the craft, and they moved on. T.I. takes himself too serious as a former drug dealer slash hardcore rapper. And in those industries, you, you kind of got to, right? Like, if you're in the street selling drugs, you can't, you, you can't take yourself lightly. And you can't allow other people to take you lightly. Because if you do, people will try to step on you or take advantage of you. I mean, such is the case with rapping. We see all the rappers that was kind of like corny or friendly. They didn't have no edge to them. They got robbed. Crisscross. Um, damn, I just had a brain freeze. Crisscross. Kid and Play. Vanilla Ice. Marky Mark. I guess the only only rapper that didn't take himself serious in it, it worked out for him and didn't backfire was Eminem. But he was white. Like you kind of could do that if you're white, right? People don't take you serious as a rapper, no matter how dope you are. So you gotta like poke fun at yourself before other people do because like this is a black dominated sport. So he's the only like ex- rare exception of a person they didn't take themselves serious, but he was nice. So I guess you kind of do, you can do that. Like you, if you're a trash ass rapper, like you got to take yourself more serious, right? Chris Cross didn't take themselves serious and they were garbage, right? Like they weren't rappers. Even Jermaine Dupree said, nigga, they didn't have bars. They said the shit he told them to say. They were nothing more than little kid puppets. I guess another rare exception would be Redman or um, Ludacris. But they, while they're not black, they got a little edge to themselves, right? Like, Redman used to sell coke. So, he was accustomed to fucking people up and talking crazy to people. Uh, Ludacris, while he wasn't a street nigga, Ludacris has the reputation of not to be fucked with. Now, he ain't even the biggest person. He's not a street nigga. But he takes himself somewhat serious, or at least he used to back in his prime when he was rapping in his 20s. He took himself serious that, like, while I'm not a street nigga, I will fuck you up. Like, even T.I. didn't play with... Ironic enough that I say T.I., but even T.I. didn't fuck with him. When T.I., I guess, called himself having a uh, a beef with Ludacris back in 2006, right? Young Buck tricked both of them niggas to be on his album, right? They gave verses at different times, right? They weren't in the studio at the same time. But I think... Um, T.I. made a jab at uh, me getting beat down. That's ludicrous, right? He tried a little subtle jab. To which T.I. responded back, pimp and be easy. Quit catching feelings because you worth a couple grand and I'm worth millions. And then he ended the whole verse with, so please stay off the T.I.P. of my dick, right? I live in Atlanta. The the, the word is about ludicrous living in old off of Old National and in College Park. Like, he wasn't no punk. He wasn't going to talk crazy to him. He get in your ass, right? Uh, and he doesn't have a reputation of somebody getting beat like a pork chop. So, like, his image is held up. While he's not a street nigga, he poked fun at himself. He didn't take himself too serious. But he also let you know he wasn't to be fucked with, right? Um, 
Getting back on topic. Such is not the case with T.I. Even at any even at 41, 42, or maybe 43. I don't I don't know these niggas' ages. I've lost track, right? I'm getting old, my goddamn self. But in his older age, he still, for some unexplicable reason, wants to hold on to being dope boy T.I. Now in your 20s, that works out because you got to let people know not to fuck with you. Don't fuck around. And even in your 30s. But while you're approaching or in your 40s, um, trying to transition to something a little bit more friendly like comedy, you kind of got to let go of the past, right? But, you know, us as black men, if we ever did anything in the streets, a lot of niggas, they, they have a hard time of aging. I had to tell a, a 40-year-old nigga, like, dog, you not in the streets, man. Let that shit go. Like, you still trying to hold on to the glory days. In every part of life, there comes a closure to that chapter of your life. Right between 20 and 30, you can have all that macho shit and that bravado. By the time you hit 30, you kind of, like, either trying to get your money right, your finances right, or you're trying to build a family. That doesn't translate well because your kids don't really give a fuck that you try to be macho. I mean, realistically, intimately and, and personally, kids don't give a fuck. Like, you don't have to prove to your children and your wife that you're a tough nigga. And then in your 40s, even the people in your family recognize your macho-ness or your image that you're portraying like they know the real you you ain't got a front for them so they don't give a fuck about that not only that when you reach 40 it should be clear to people that you have you like you're mature i think in my um, my opinion i think 40 is the age of maturity while you're not old you're not young you're like in between you're like a middle child right Nobody can tell you what to do, but you ain't really got responsibilities unless you have kids. Um, you kind of can do whatever the fuck you want. You got that middle ground, right? And in your 50s, if you're really acting like a fucking retard, like, you need counseling. Like, any nigga or woman after the age of 49 that is erratic, confrontational, or aggressive and violent, like, yo, you need therapy, bro. Like, seriously, you need to talk to somebody. Not only that, at 50 years old, your motherfucking kneecaps ain't holding up to where you need to be out there boxing with somebody. Your joints start hurting. Hell, I'm 39. My goddamn back has been killing me. I still don't know what the fuck that's about, bro. Like, I don't even do strenuous work. I stand up. Nigga, how your back hurt from standing up? Getting back on topic, though. T.I. just hasn't seemed to let go of his bravado and machismo from his 20s. It's like, dog, at this at this point in life, you've achieved something that most people won't ever be able to achieve. You've sold multi-platinum records. You've made millions of dollars. You've been around the planet. You've housed other people's careers. You've done movies. Like, T.I.'s literally been in movies that he shouldn't have been in. My nigga, you was in Ant-Man. You shouldn't have been in that shit. You played an American gangster with Denzel Washington. You should not have been in that movie, bro. 
you literally got that role, and I'm not gonna say because he's he's a good actor, but you got that role because you was you was popular, you was popping, right? Because we saw what he did in ATL. And while I liked the movie ATL, Ti's character portrayal was paper thin, right? He, he was about as stiff as a board, and I know that's probably what the character calls for, right? Not a lot of animation or range in the character but it was kind of boring watching him I think Michael Weaver might have been more entertaining than T.I. and he wasn't even a star but T.I. has been like I said he's been in movies he probably shouldn't have been in like nigga using a movie with Idris Elba Elba whatever the fuck the nigga name the nigga was in a movie with Paul Walker right Taken he was even in that movie with Chris Rock no, my bad. He, Chris Brown. He was in the movie Taken or Takers with Chris Brown. At the time, Chris Brown was like basically a couple years off of beating Rihanna's ass. But Chris Brown was a notable R&B singer. Once again, he got that role because he was popular, right? You popping. But he has been in some movies... Bro, you shouldn't have been in. You, he's had a TV show. If I'm not mistaken, it still comes on. I don't know because I don't keep track of uh, reality TV. But he's had a TV show, right? It's like, bro, you got to relinquish this macho shit. If you're going to be a comedian, learn to laugh, my nigga. I can see him right now. Like, I've never been to a comedy show. And I, I live in Atlanta, so if he performs here, I might go. Just to see his, his demeanor. Like, bro, you can't be on stage, like, mugging people. What you gonna do if they don't laugh? Whip their ass? Right? You gonna pull your gun out? Like, my nigga, you gotta laugh a little. Uh, he's friends with fucking Mike Epps. So the fact that he made this transition into comedy without consorting people that do comedy is beyond me. I would've at least been like, yo, you got some tips for me? And maybe he did. But I don't think T.I. listened to the goddamn advice. Because if you know Mike Epps, like T.I. does know Mike Epps, right, personally. Should have probably got some cues, bro. If people heckle me, how should I handle that? And Mike Epps probably would have been like, well, don't try to whip their ass. Let them say what they're going to say and come back with a joke, right? Respond in kind. Sort of like what Will Smith should have did. But we've already done that episode, so if you missed it, go back and listen to it. But... Yeah, you, you're supposed to respond in kind. If a nigga tries to fight me with a bat, I'm not going to grab a rocket launcher. I'll grab a bat, right? So, and not only that, I don't think he should do comedy. Not because I'm hating, because I ain't. I don't think he should do comedy because if you're older than 25, you have a frame of reference of T.I., it's almost like seeing Pee Wee Herman do action movies. I remember you in that gray suit doing that TV show on Saturday mornings. Like, I remember Pee Wee's Playhouse. So, you can't jump from that to an extreme to, like, an action star. Such as the same with T.I. Like, we've seen you do hardcore rap. And then movies where you, you play the semi-tough guy. You can't make that leapfrog to something so extreme like comedy. 
Hell, we don't even have a lot of fucking pictures and videos of T.I. smiling and shit. So to make that jump, where, where you're not a friendly person or your image isn't friendly, your demeanor isn't funny, in our minds, it just doesn't register. It doesn't translate. Now, I'm not saying he can't do it or it's not possible. It's just... I mean, look, take Cat Williams. Cat Williams isn't the nice person. But even in his most aggressive, he's managed to be funny. His aggression is actually funny. One, because he's four foot tall. But two, he knows how to roll comedy into it. Right? It's a crap. T.I. is one dimensional. He only has one character spectrum, in my opinion. Now, maybe I'm just saying this because I don't personally know him. And who knows? In person, he's probably funny. Like, if you're his friend, he probably cracks jokes. I mean, shit, I'm funnier. In my real life, I'm actually funnier than I am on this podcast. I don't know why the fuck it doesn't translate. And it's probably because I'm not talking to anybody. But in my day-to-day life, I'm actually able to actually drum up jokes. Like, I was at work talking about Lizzo versus J-Lo. And I said, niggas, I said, yo, if you had the decision between Lizzo or J-Lo, who would you take? Now, J-Lo looks good, but she's 52. So most of the niggas said J-Lo. I said Lizzo, because I think Lizzo's in her 20s. Now, while she's fat, she got a big ass. I hit a big booty ass fat girl, right? And Lizzo seems like a freak. So she probably let you splat. She probably let you knock her ass box out. So I said Lizzo. When the niggas looked at, at work looked at me like I was a talking horse. I said, hold up, wait, let me explain. The reason I would choose Lizzo, because Lizzo ain't booking dates. That bitch 215 pounds. She ain't booking dates. The bitch get a, she just got with an actor nigga. Lizzo been famous for like, what, six years? We ain't seen that bitch with nair nigga. And now she would a dude, right? I said, if Lizzo get out of here, I'd be like, bitch, get your ass in there, cook some food. Uh, fuck around, you'd be single for another 20 years. Right? Bitch, go in there and fry me some goddamn cereal. <laughs> J-Lo, on the other hand, is gonna put all your shit in the refrigerator box and move you the fuck out. You piss her off, her security might fucking manhandle you. Right? Like they, like they, like they fucking a bitch. Now, when I initially said that, it was funny. But everybody at my job laughed. And they understood it. It was like, you know what? You're right. I'm like, yeah. Because Lizzo was 215 with low self-esteem. You could whip, you could knock the belly fat off that bitch and whip her into shape. You can't do nothing to an old 52-year-old setting her ways. I have more money than God, bitch. She ain't gonna take it. Because in her mind, even though she's 52, she's still a hot bitch. And she has the resources, the means, and the body shape to kind of not give a fuck about you. Lizzo, on the other hand, is dependent on a motherfucker liking her how she is, right? And if the bitch act up, you can threaten her with her relationship at stakes, right? What's she gonna do? Bitch, you you gonna find a nigga, he might try to use you. I ain't using you, I love you. Which might not be the truth, but she don't know. She a fat girl. No offense, fat girls, if you out there, but if you ain't famous, shut your ass up. But see how I relayed that? That could have come across as funny to some people. 
Now, it probably didn't because I'm reiterating something I said on the fly when I said it. But I don't know. Maybe he is funny in his personal day-to-day life. It just doesn't translate going out there on stage, right? The consensus is people don't think you're funny. And most people going to see you do comedy probably have a frame of reference from when you were a hardcore rapper and you were doing all these movies where you were not so friendly or comedic. So it just doesn't translate well. Either that or the nigga need to take fucking comedy classes. I don't know, bro. If you take an acting class, take some goddamn comedy classes. Get it together. Because between arguing with the bitch down in Atlanta on Edgewood and getting booed on stage, you're looking bad out in this motherfucker. Like, I really wish I could meet Tip because I'd tell him, you're looking bad out here, bro. Don't fight me, my nigga. I'm just telling you the truth. Anyways... That's just been my opinions on T.I.'s monkey ass doing comedy. Let me also give this disclaimer after the fact that I am a T.I. fan. Except I didn't like T.I. versus Tip. I ain't like, um... Hell, truth be told, I ain't really like shit after Paper Trail. I've liked a few songs here and there as a rapper, his career. I think the nigga just needs to, like, everybody want to be like Tupac. My nigga do acting. Tupac had the world with all that it, had he lived, Tupac would have probably did six years as a rapper and transitioned smoothly into a full-fledged acting career, like Will Smith. The rest of these motherfuckers, like they got one foot in, one foot out, and, and they fucking up. Especially T.I., you, you're fucking up, dog. Just do acting. Act like you're funny. Don't try to be a, com- a comedian. Anyways, that's been my thoughts, ideals, and opinions on that topic. Like I said, I'll try to give you guys at minimum one episode a week, at maximum three. Uh, you can follow me at F Your Mother Two. That's my new backup page because my main page got knocked down. That's another thing I've been meaning to mention to y'all. I've been kind of inactive because Instagram knocked down my main page, podcast page that is, and it kind of took the, the steam out of me. I'm only up, I can't fucking manage to muster up the same momentum that I once had. And it's kind of knocked some steam out of me. And I figure I'll redirect my energies. Anyways, a few people have been telling me to come back. So I'm slowly getting back on the horse. If you rock with me, keep rocking with me. Share the videos on Instagram. Tell somebody about my goddamn podcast. And if you don't, fuck your mother. Thank you.